Carl! I just want you guys to get a little bit of what my life is like with a hound dog. Just constantly howling at people walking across the street. This is what my life is like. Okay. I've gotten them to, I've gotten him to shut up. Let's call Brandy. Bing bong boom. Ding a ling a ding ding dong dang. Hello. Hello. What's up? Nothing. Sorry. It was funny because like I was I said I was gonna be late yeah. and then I wasn't and then then I think once I put it in your head that I was gonna be late, you freed up your mind to do other shit and then you were late Not and other then shit, make it coffee. Oh okay. yeah. Okay, a second coffee, here it is. And then so I put it on Instagram so everybody knows, but my horse, she had to have her eye lasered because she had a cyst on her eye after like a few weeks ago. Thankfully, our, I have insurance on my horse. So I was I sent in like an insurance claim so that I don't have to pay for the eye laser because it was very expensive. And the freaking insurance company has been calling me. And of course, I've been unavailable because I'm busy. And they've called like 8,000 times and they just were calling. And I was like, okay, I got to I gotta answer. How is Stargirl's cornea? Great. You would never even know. Hasn't missed a beat. Well, that's good. Yeah. Technology, man. Dude, it's so crazy that people are totally fine with someone putting a laser to your eyeball speaking of i feel like i want to get lasik i mean it's like been around for so long like we would know by now if it makes you go blind right for sure and like my mom did it my sister did it they swear by it. we should get a fucking lasik sponsor let's do it because i think it's time for me to do it if i don't do it now like what's the point you know yeah so anyways, the reason why I was going to be late was because they were delivering a teak driftwood riverbed coffee table for outside and it's... Oh, a coffee table. I thought you were going to say like a sauna and I was like, you bougie, bougie bitch. Dude, I already got the sauna. You know that. I will say this. I think we've tried to get them to be sponsors, but like not an ad, but I did get that two person sauna. <laughs> And it uses infrared. I don't know. It's like microwaving my body. And yeah. you hear you want to hear a funny story about that though? Yep. I sit I sit in every single day. It's it's the greatest thing also. Every day. Every single day I get a fat sweat in there. But here's the thing. And I'm a tall guy. I'm I'm six feet tall, relatively tall. And the seat is too high. So my feet dangle, like kind of dangle on the, don't don't get to the ground. And it annoys the hell out of me because I really have to like lean forward in there. And I want to like lean back and just like sweat like a hooer in church. So I bought a squatty potty. You remember what squatty potties no. are? Oh yeah. I got one at a secret Santa a couple of years ago. Honestly, it's kind of genius. Yeah. I don't use one of those, but I tried once and I was like, I feel like. I'm going to fall. I'm going to slip in. But anyways, I bought the squatty potty because you're kind of like up and you're in a very vulnerable position. So I got the squatty potty so my feet could be up in the sauna. So it looks like okay. I'm in there taking a shit, but I'm just yeah. sweating. <laughs> and what do you think that really does for you? Just like rid your body of toxins? Is yes. that the play? 100%. Yeah. Also, I will say this. Your boy's got high blood pressure. We know that. <laughs> We do know that. Saunas are like scientifically proven to lower your blood pressure. Raises your heart rate, obviously, because your uh -huh. body is like, oh, shit, we got to start sweating. And then it rids yourself of toxins. Then I'll go and I'll do like my BP afterwards. And my BP, even with this medication that I'm on, is like mm, 130 over like 78. Okay, which is like still a little, little elevated. But if I go sauna and then do BP... We're talking like 119 over 68. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. So much so that I told my doctor that. And he's like, yeah, because I always have to like denote what my blood pressure is over every single day. And he's mm -hmm. like, do not denote it after the sauna. That, that That's cheating. And I was like, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> I was like, doc, my blood pressure is great after the sauna. He goes, yeah, because you're in the sauna, kid. And I was like, oh, okay. Sorry, didn't know that. So maybe you need to move to like Miami where it's like basically you live in a sauna and then your blood pressure is going to be great. My brother and I have been thinking about buying a place in Palm Springs and then you can like Airbnb it or, you know, whatever, VRBO mm -hmm. it out there. You got a place to chill for Coachelle and Stagecoach. True. Never going to. we're too old to go to, so cool. We'll never do either of those things, but I'll make money 
because you dumb kids want to go and do drugs in the desert. I think we're going to do that. And I think that's a good, I think it's a good investment. I do too, actually. It sounds good. Yeah. You can go stay at my little chateau, my villa in the desert if you want. <laughs> my villa. Oh. So yeah, we have a, a, a teak drift riverwood table for, for nice. outside. It's so expensive mm -hmm. for something that's going to be outside. But teak lasts forever. That's what you're paying for. I guess. I don't know. I tell you what, we're in the midst of, we've got an interior designer and we're doing all this stuff. My whole thing was, I will pay for an interior designer to come in here, get this shit done. Like, let's, let's mm, yeah. move. And let me tell you something, for everyone out there thinking about getting an interior designer, that's not how it works. Get ready to <laughs> fucking hang out with this person for years on it. Nothing is ever, nothing gets here ever. No room ever really gets finished, by the way. Now this person just hangs out with us all the time. I totally get it. I thought, bing, bang, boom, we were going to be done with this over like, like a month. And we're looking like 2024 finishing this. <laughs> well, also, most interior designers work hourly. So you know they're going to drag that shit out. No kidding, man. I know it. <laughs> Anyways, there's my interior designer. Why, why aren't you guys on an episode of like freaking marriage or mortgage or something fun? <laughs> I, I don't know because i don't want like that i know i don't want a bunch of camera people in my house oh really no i'll tell you why because i'm pretty sure carl will murder them oh well speaking of dogs yeah. i have a dog thing but should we start the show first yeah let's do it i think it's is it me yeah bros and hoes you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with wells and brandy where's your bell you not hear it? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mine just overpowered yours. Yeah, well. Because it's fancy. Did some DNA testing on my dogs. Okay. Have you ever DNA tested any of your dogs or like Carl's full-blooded? I've never DNA tested any of the dogs because I'm not going to like go to their motherland and show them, you know, hamdoggery, hamdoggia. Why not? Because they don't fucking don't know their dogs. Sarah did it. Boo, I know Boo is, is part lab and part weimariner oh i can see that yeah so w what is your dogs little dog 100 percent beagle yeah. shocker yeah astra uh -huh. i was like really curious about azzy girl because first of all huskies are just psycho like huskies are not good dogs right like they're so pretty but just they're not good people told me that when i got her they were like you're gonna regret this but she's amazing and so i'm like she has to be something else i'm going with collie um, also, i think she got some collie in her collie wow that's not a bad idea and then also her size like she's i mean husky female huskies are small but like astra's tiny yeah i mean she's like 48 pounds she's like not a not a big girl all right so the results are in okay Azzy girl is 46% Siberian Husky, cool. so not even half. Yeah. 30% Alaskan Malamute, which okay. they look like Huskies, but they're gigantic and really fluffy. Mm -hmm. That I'm like surprised she's that much Malamute because she's so tiny. And Malamutes are really talkative, and she's really not. So yeah. Like that one shocked me. And like Chihuahua, yeah. how do we get it? How do we get her down so it's tiny? This is how we got her down so tiny. Do you know what a? I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Do you know what a Samoyed? Samoyed. Do you know what that is? It sounds like an STD. I got Samoyed. <laughs> okay, well, it's not. It's a really cute um, white fluffy dog. Do you, have you really never seen one? Here, I'll show you a pic. Oh, yeah. Have yeah, you seen one of those? Are, yeah, those are really pretty dogs. They're really pretty. And I don't know, for some reason, like they kind of look big, I guess because of all the fur. But it says that the female's average weight is 35 to 45 pounds. Oh. Boom, Astra Girl. And then you got a final 8.9%. German Shepherd. Ah, that's why she's a good girl. It. I like knew there was a little German Shepherd in there because she's just such a smart girl. Yeah. So that's Azzy girl. That's very cool. When I got Carl, they were like, yeah, he's a bloodhound. And I was like, oh, okay. But I, in my mind, he's not as floppy as other bloodhounds are. Mm -hmm. And like jowly. I think he probably is like half bloodhound and half coonhound. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. So maybe I should do it with Carl. I don't know. Um, like, I've done the DNA thing for me, and that shit changes. They send me updates all the time. Like, originally, Seriously? Yeah, originally I had 9% Jewish, and I was like, that's about how funny I am. That's exactly right. And now I'm like only 3% Jewish. 
So, like, what am I? Am I a little bit of a chosen person or, like, I'm barely even one of the chosen people? Like, no. And then I used to have some African-American in me, which I was, like, really— ex Not African-American, African, because I'm Portuguese, so I think it's the Moors invaded mm. Portugal. And I got some soul, you know? I got some rhythm. Mm. I got killed mm -hmm. on the dance floor. And then they sent me, like, an update that I had no African in me. And I was like, come on! I like the original <laughs> version! And the original one, I was like— a lot Portuguese over 50% Iberian Peninsula so I was like dope 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 so like that I am Portuguese technically Hispanic and then like every time they send me something I'm like I'm like I'm less and less and becoming more so white and I don't want that I don't want fucking Ireland and Scotland and France and England I want Portugal, baby, with a little <laughs> bit of African and a little bit of Israel. That's what your boy wants. <laughs> How does it change? I don't get it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, like, what the fuck's happening here? Like, as I age, am I getting whiter and whiter? Like, in the beginning, I was like much more tan. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. That's okay. really funny. Yeah. We should probably do favorite things at some point. Yeah. You know, I don't know that the DNA test for the Azzy girl is my favorite thing of the week. I got a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. <laughs> All right. YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with bowl and branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowling Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bowling Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time and they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out plus they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month and if you don't love them you can send them right back that's right sleep better with the softest most breathable bedding from bowl and branch get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com that's bowl and branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d-b-r-a-n-c-h.com promo code favorite thing um i know there's no bachelor right now but can we talk batch for one sec yeah so a friend of mine sent me some pictures okay remember when we had bennett on yes and i was like you know what bennett's great like i want to set bennett up with one of my friends like i ever since we had bennett on the pod i've been like a big bennett guy yeah then i had a friend send me some photos of him uh, that he posted on instagram where he's like dressed down in like a carhartt jacket and a ball cap and she was like omg like dressed down bennett is like super hot and i was like i told you he's a good looking dude okay bennett if you're listening this is your look bro like you this is good like you look great um if you want me to set you up with my friend that sent me these pictures she's super hot and great and this is the vibe. Uh, Rest down, Bennett. Have you seen the picture of him with his shirt off in a pool? It showed up like in my like for you page, no. which like what is my Instagram think of me? Dude is shredded. Oh, wow. he, is he is shredded. So paradise ready, dude. So he, Bennett, if you're <laughs> listening, do not acquiesce to Brandy's request until. At least July first after Paris. Um, here's Bennett riding a horse. This is the content I've been missing. <laughs> what? I heard that like Bennett is into Kelly. I've also heard that. And I actually think they would be a really cute couple. We talked about a couple pods ago that like Kelly is like in shape right now. Like she's looking oh, yeah. real good. And real good. everyone's just gearing up for <laughs> paradise bod. <laughs> And your boy, the bartender, is sitting there being like, uh, I haven't lifted a weight in three years. <laughs> oh, that's great. I yeah. can't wait for Paradise, honestly. I know. Then I saw some other tea about Heather and is it Ivan that have been hanging out? <gasps> that would be cute. I love Ivan. I love Ivan's brother. There's been a lot of cool brothers, I feel like, lately. Yeah, Matt, Matt's brother. That's right. Matt's brother, Ivan's brother. Yeah. 
All right, so there's some batch tea for you, I guess. Speaking of bachelors, I'll do this really quick, I guess. Single ding, respect, honor, love being sent out to my boy CT for winning the challenge. Are you kidding me? CT, first of all, CT and Amber beat the brakes off of everybody. It was beautiful. And watching Fessy be such a bitch because his partner blew her knee out. I loved it that like TJ was like, um, I'm going to have to time you out unless you fucking eat these, <laughs> these bull testicles and drink this blood. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. And then he like, won't do it. And the poor girl with a blown out and he's like, come on, eat this shit. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, love that. It just made me so happy. And CT winning was just the best 40 years old. I'm telling you, he now is, I think the third, uh, most winningest challenge person uh, ever, I, I'm assuming behind Johnny and Wes. I don't know because I've been watching that long, but like CT, great television. Now I'll tell you what, MTV, I don't like what you did, but you did it and it, I had to do it. For the finale, they somehow inserted this other dating show into the challenge. I was like, what is fucking happening here? So they somehow worked in this other reality TV dating show during the challenge, which annoyed me because I was like, I don't want to fucking, I didn't come here for love. I came here for CT's dominance. But anyways, there's a new MTV show called Match Me If You Can, which, okay, I'll give you that. It's an interesting name. That's like got a bunch of reality TV, you know, whatever's dating each other. You know who's in the first episode? Eric Bigger. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the Where's My Cheese guy. Yeah, I love Eric. I love Eric too. And so yeah, he's like riding a horse with Ashley Mitchell who is also on the challenge and I don't I really don't understand the I don't understand what's happening and I don't know why I'm watching it because I came here to watch CT win a championship. Anyways, so Eric's on some fucking dating show and I'm sitting there being like, "All right, match me if you can." Okay, it's kitschy, but like bring back What was that MTV dating show that I loved? Oh, X on the Beach. Where is oh, X on boy. the Beach? I love X on the Beach. Did they stop that show? I don't. I haven't seen it in forever, but I was the biggest fan of X on the Beach. Remember that episode where she was like, she fucked my uncle. Uncle fucker. <laughs> You're an uncle fucker. I didn't fuck <laughs> his uncle. Then they get a polygraph thing, and the guy's like, did you fuck the uncle? And she's like, no, I didn't. And then she didn't fuck the uncle. It was a whole uncle fucking episode, and it was beautiful. Where is that MTV? I don't need Match Me If It Can. But anyways, that's all I'll say about that. CT. Oh, man. Well, you got some fave things? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I got a fave thing. I've had a lot of wife tears, I guess, tweet at me and DM me about this new show called Cruel Summer. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Uh, I have not. Is it like Cruel Intentions? Like that? Great movie great movie I don't, I don't know i don't think it has anything to do with that so i just started it this morning and i haven't didn't even get to finish the first episode but i already love it it's a freeform show freeform is very hit or miss mm -hmm. but when they hit it's good you yeah. know like loved pretty little liars are you kidding so it opens up with this disclaimer that says the following events happened on whatever the date was like june 21st or something 1993 1994 and 1995 and it's this girl, this like teenage girl who like wakes up on her birthday in 93 or whatever. And she's like dorky as hell, braces, headgear, like the glasses, like the whole thing. Like this is a dorky girl. And her parents wake her up on her birthday and like they're like, you're so special. It's your special day. Just like, you know, living in bliss or whatever. Then the next year, it's her boyfriend waking her up and she's like way hotter. And he like brings her a cupcake and, and you know, it's like like so much has changed for her. And then it fast forwards to 95 and her dad's waking her up. And it's like a stark difference. Like, you know, in 93, he's like the happiest person alive and loves his daughter so much. And then 95, he's like, he's like disheveled and he's like mean to her. He's like, get up, your lawyer's here. And her hair's short. Like she's like emo all of a sudden. And she's like, very, obviously like something very bad has happened. And she's like waking up in the dark and doesn't want to get out of bed. And her lawyer's waiting downstairs. And you're like, whoa, what? Like what has happened, you know? And so that's the way it all opens. And I still, I don't know what's going on, which I love. 
in the first episode, she's like pining after this like popular girl. She's like, uh, like talks to her at the mall and she's like so thrilled because she knows her name. And she's like, you get the vibe. She's like kind of obsessed with this like really pretty girl that's older than her. And then you fast forward and I'm, I'm pretty sure she's now dating her boyfriend and pretty popular girl has gone missing. Mm. So you're like, what is happening? Like, she was obsessed with her. Now she's missing. She's dating her boyfriend and she has a lawyer. Like what? It's oh. juicy. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. So pumped about this show. What's Needed it, something like this. What's it called? Cruel Summer. And it's, I watched it on Hulu, but it is a free form show. A small Texas town where a beautiful popular teen, Kate, is abducted and seemingly unrelated, a girl, Jeanette, goes from being a sweet, awkward outlier the most popular girl in town and by 95 the most despised person in america cruel summer so is this a true story no i don't know but by 95 so they're saying like so this is happening in like the mid 90s yeah exactly which is fun you know we love a period piece love love dude sarah period piece patricia <laughs> Yeah, like the clothing and everything's spot on for the 90s, which is fun. But yeah, it's set in Texas. And usually a pilot is like, you know, because uh-huh. usually a pilot, like a pilot, you're like, you don't really know what's going on. There wasn't a bunch of money or whatever. But the first episode was banging. Like, I'm, I'm into this show. And the wife tears are loving it, too. I need to tell Sarah about that. That sounds like a Sarah show for sure. Mm-hmm. I got something for all you YFTers that like action movies or maybe for all you YFTers who have boyfriends or husbands. Okay. okay. I'm going to go on record in saying this. If movie theaters are going to die, making movies is going to become really, really hard because there's not going to be a lot of money in it. Mm-hmm. I am totally down with paying $19.95 for a movie if it's great. I have mm-hmm. no, like, if, it, you know, if Avengers comes out and, like, we're not going to movie theaters, like, I'm totally down with paying, I'll fucking pay $100. I'll bring a bunch of people over and we'll all watch together, you know? Like, I do think that really, really good shit is worth something, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't like music industry, the fucking movie world. Mm-hmm. I say that because I paid nineteen ninety five for nobody and mm. worth every penny. I loved it. And it also, when you pay $20 or something, you sit down, you fucking pay attention. You know, like you're not on your phone being like, whatever, I don't care. You know, like mm-hmm. I guess there's skin in the game, I guess. It's Bob Odenkirk who is in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He's a fucking amazing actor, but he's always been a comedic actor. Nobody is an action crime drama. It's like John Wick, but then also it's like Odenkirk's comedy, which is which is like really subtle and funny. Here's the tag. A bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. Nobody. You meet Bob Odenkirk's character. It's seemingly that he has the most boring life ever. It's clock in at, you know, nine, ride the bus home, take the trash out. Kids don't respect him. Then there's a break in at his house and he kind of bitches out. But, like, everything is not as it seems. Him being kind of like a little puss is all an act. And turns out that Hutch Mansell, Bob Odenkirk's character, is a fucking badass. It's so good. Also, random Christopher Lloyd, a.k.a. Doc from Back to the Future, plays his dad and is also a fucking badass. (laughs) RZA. Plays his brother. We are like, what? I don't know. How is he your brother? But whatever. Riz is his brother. Also a fucking badass. It is so good. So anyways, nobody. Go check okay. it out. Especially like, if you are into those type of movies. Really, really good. But I did start watching Rag and Bone Man. Just kidding. I'm calling it that. And I think it's hilarious. And no one does. Well, the only person that I told that joke to was Sarah. And she didn't think it was funny. There's a show called <laughs> Shadow and Bone. Have you seen that show? No. New stuff on Netflix. It is pretty fucking cool. Dark forces conspire against an orphan map maker, Alina Starkov, when she unleashes an extraordinary power that could change the fate of her war-torn world. I've only watched the first episode, okay? So basically, it's taking place like back in the day. Let's say uh, Braveheart times, but like in a different world. Mm. She's an orphan and she has like this this best friend, this guy who was also an orphan. And so they kind of understand like their come up and their upbringing. And then all of a sudden they're like at war 
older. They're like probably like 18, 19 or whatever. Their regiment gets chosen to sail across the narrow sea, I guess, if it could be uh, Game of Thrones. But everyone considers that death sentence because there's this giant black fog is in this narrow sea and you have to go through it. And no one wants to do it to get to the other side to get like supplies and stuff. But when you go into this fog, there are Valkyries. They're kind of dragons, but, but human-esque. Anyways, mm. these fucking dragons like fly in and are just like murdering everybody. Like no one is going to survive this fucking ship ride through the black fog. And then all of a sudden, not to ruin it, but like this is the first episode and this is all I've seen. The girl, Alina, all of a sudden does some like crazy like, explosion thing from her body. And like all this light comes out and like kills all these Valkyrie dragon men. I know that this sounds so dumb when I'm saying it, but it's pretty fucking cool. Okay. There's like bad guys and dragons and there's magic. Anyways, Shadow and Bone, Rag and Bone Man. Hmm. Uh, go check it out. Okay. Interesting. I think you would like it. Oh, I got another for you guys out there that like fighting movies and stuff. So for all your boyfriends, Mortal Kombat is back, baby. Oh, boy. Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Is back, bitches. HBO Max. First of all, I love the video game because I'm a boy. I'm a boy that grew up in the 90s. And that was a great video game. Love Sub-Zero. Love Scorpio. Scorpion. Scorpion. Um, All that kind of stuff. Anyways. HBO Max has come out with a new movie and it's so dope because guess what? CGI has gotten a lot better since like the 90s. I'm only halfway through it, but like already I'm like, this movie is so dope. So check it out. Mortal Kombat, HBO Max. You'll like it. Sounds so dorky. Wait, that Mortal sounds more Kombat. That sounds more do- dorky than Rag and Bone then? Mm-mm, Shadow and Bone? Nope. <laughs> yeah. That also sounds dorky. Speaking of dorky, can we talk about, and I don't know if like Nashville has a lot of these. I see a lot of these guys in Los Angeles and there are guys, they have Jeeps, Jeep Wranglers. And don't get me wrong. I love a Jeep, big Jeep guy. But they are guys that have a bunch of gas cans like attached to the side and the back and the top of the Jeep. And then gas cans? Gas cans that like. I've never seen this. Okay. So this is just the Los Angeles thing. I don't understand. So it's like, a, we're talking like a lot, like like six of them attached. And then there's also like a giant jack that looks like it's way too big for the, for the, for the Jeep on like the hood. Here's my question to you Angelinos that have this. That I've seen them all the time. Where the fuck are you going, bro? It's Los Angeles. It's just cement here there is no mud within a 70 mile radius bro where are you going with this thing also where are you going that you think you might run out of gas so many times that you need 17 gas cans strapped to your car you're in los angeles there's a gas station literally everywhere like are you worried about the fucking zombie apocalypse and you're just fucking ready to roll are you taking the ring back to mordor frodo what is happening? Why do you have so much gas attached to your car? I don't understand it. You think you look cool, but you look like a douche. And that's all I'm going to say. Wow. I have a Jeep. Should I put it on my Jeep? No. I know that the Jeep community is like a serious thing and like, don't get me wrong. I fucking They're love. so serious. Yeah. Did you know that all Jeep guys wave to each other? I was just, okay, people wave at me all the time, and I'm such an asshole. I never no. wave back. Good. Good for never. you. Good for you. But, Don't. like, it's constant. Like, I constantly get the – it's the Jeep wave. It's like your your hands on the yeah. steering wheel, and you do the – Yeah, just the hand goes up. Yeah. yeah. Just, just the fingers up. Yep, hands still on the wheel. That's the Jeep wave. I don't do it back, and I think everyone hates me. Yeah, good for you. you know, stand your ground, all right? Line in the sand. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Here's the thing. I have an old Land Cruiser, 89 FJ62. If I see an FJ60 or an FJ62, even an FJ40, I'll give like a what up, like awesome car. Because there's not a lot, I don't, it doesn't happen very often. There's a million fucking Jeeps, dude. Like a, a million. millions of them. Like I don't understand. <laughs> Especially in Nashville. Everyone's got a damn Jeep. Like I can't be waving every five seconds. Yeah, I got to keep my hands on the wheels, guy. <laughs> you weren't on the call yet, but like I opened the show with Carl was howling at like someone just like walking across on the street. At what point is he going to be like, oh, I just have to accept that people walk on the street? I don't know if it's ever going to happen. 
It's not. It's not. That's annoying. But if someone rings our doorbell, it's all out pandemonium. You, I know because I've rung the doorbell before. Yeah. And I've experienced it. The dogs are like, oh, no, the world's <laughs> ending, guys. Stop, <laughs> drop and roll. We're getting bummed by an atom bomb from Russia. Oh, my God. Like that's what they, They're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's the fucking mailman. What are you doing? So I want that doorbell to be pressed the least amount possible. OK, if I could mm -hmm. fucking go in there and figure out where the wires are and cut it. I would. Why don't you just remove the door the doorbell? Some, I don't have a doorbell. Okay, but we have a gate to our house, so no one can come up to the door. Mm. I wrote a sign that I put on the gate, and it says, this is what it says, unless a signature is absolutely necessary, please do not, and do not is in bold and in capitalized, ring <laughs> the doorbell. We have a dog that freaks out when the doorbell is rung, okay? That is Right when you walk up to our gate, you see this. So then I say, please leave the packages right in front of the gate. Thank you. Whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. People still fucking ring the doorbell. And I don't know why. I get it. Like, you're just, like, going through your life. And you're just like, ah, here's your Amazon package. Bing dong. Fucking losing my mind. So what will happen is they'll ring the doorbell. And then they'll see the thing. And they'll be like, hi, so... Ah, uh, your package is here. And they'll be like, do you need a signature? And he's, they're like, uh, no. And it's like, then don't, ah, uh, don't ring the doorbell. I have now made a second sign. Oh boy. Above where the doorbell button is that said, before you touch this, did you read the first sign? <laughs> Just real quick. Did you read the first sign? <laughs> before you touch this. <laughs> And they're still doing it. You're a complete psychopath. You Bro, do know this, right? I mean, my dog is a complete psychopath because it doesn't matter to bother me. No. Maybe you should tape the sign over the button so they have to actually lift the sign up to push the button. Yeah, but then I don't know if they would know where the button, they wouldn't know to do that. Then I need the third sign to be like, by the way, if it is absolutely necessary, then lift this flap and then touch the button. <laughs> oh. Yeah. First world problem. I know. I know. It's so silly. We've got like kind of one nosy neighbor. I think he thinks that we're going to get robbed because the packages are just outside the gate, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, brother, nothing that we're getting from Amazon is worth anything that we're like really nervous about. Like Sephora packages. And so then he'll come over and he'll ding dong. Hey, you got packages. Dude, we know no. we got the packages. You do also the sign. Did you read the sign? Do you need a signature? I'm just nervous that someone's going to take them. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. We don't care if the Urban Outfitters clam diggers that Sarah bought don't get here. Oh, my God. Clam diggers. Uh, yeah, where'd you pull that from? I don't know. It's like my first funny wardrobe thing. Those are capris, but the clam diggers is a much better name for it. Pedal pusher is the other name for That's the other one. Why does one pair of pants have so many different names for it that's a great question <laughs> Heddle pushers Heddle. clam diggers capris no those are just short pants okay <laughs> <laughs> half pants is what i'd like to call them yeah long shorts we should have yeah. shorts mediums and longs and that's, that's what true Everybody in South Africa calls pants longs that's they don't say pants they say i'm going to put on my longs and i'm like huh but honestly, it kind of makes sense. I feel like other languages are like that, where it's like very simple. And then for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I got a theory here. Other languages are beautiful and old and like romantic, you know, like the romance language is like, dude, fucking Spanish to me, especially like Spain, Spanish or like Portuguese or French or Italian is beautiful. You know, it's fucking, oh God, amazing. American English even like British English, it's just so fucking gross and dirty that we're like, we got to church this up somehow. Let's come up with different ways of saying the same fucking thing. What are those? Long, long shorts? Nah, let's call them short longs. Nah, nah, nah. Let's call them capris. Nah, that sounds too fucking fancy. Let's call them clam diggers. Well, what about when you go ride your bike? Let's call them pedal pushers. Why do we have so many names for this one thing? Whereas I'm sure in Spanish, it's like, Capri. And that's it. Capri sounds Italian. Yeah. Oh, caprese salad. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, fucking caprese salad. Give it to me. Yum. So good. <laughs> 
Whereas in, in English, we'd be like, man, do you, do you want some cheese and tomatoes? <laughs> man, I can throw some olive. wedge salad, just a big chunk of white lettuce. Yeah. You want a salad? I got a fucking iceberg lettuce, blue bacon cheese, and, and bacon. <laughs> I got this healthy thing, and I'm going to make it fucking straight up heart disease. Italians are like, do you want uh, olive oil and salt and pepper and uh, heirloom tomatoes? You want blue cheese and bacon? <laughs> insane. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. <laughs> you got any Muzaks? Oh, I think I do. That was good. That was good. <laughs> do you know who Sasha Sloan is? No. I actually really like her stuff. And she put out a song this week with Sam Hunt on it. I think they co-wrote it together, actually. It's called When Was It Over? I love it. It's still not over for me. And I didn't ask if you were okay after a fight with your mom. The last time I stayed... Over at your place and you woke up alone Was it the first time you pulled away? Second time that we drove to Texas Third time we ran into one of my random exes So was it ever real or was it all pretend? The way your actions got me wondering I like that. His voice is just not right. It's so good. Unbiased opinion. Like Sam Hunt's voice is insane. I'm sorry, it just is. Yeah. So good. Gotta give a little family shout out. Oh, Noah yeah. put out another song with PJ Harding. They've been doing this project together. The new one's called The Worst of You. Love it. Ugh. Young Nikki just constantly outdoes herself. And it feels like all I ever do is pay for your excuses to buy a little time. I don't know why I can we find her a nice boy <laughs> I was literally thinking, do you think ever, Noah's ever going to not be sad? I know. Yeah, like, it's a little Taylor Swifty, where, like, I feel like she's putting herself in bad relationships so she gets good, good music. music out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of fair. I like her music the most out of anyone in your family. Mm. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a tough thing to say. Sorry, but. <clears throat> no, you can say it. Noah will love it. I just, I like that type of. Sad. You like sad boy music. I do. I do like sad boy music. Speaking of, <laughs> I got some <laughs> for you. Some more sad stuff for you guys. I do. I love Jose Gonzalez. Do you like Jose Gonzalez? Or, yeah. or he's also in Junip. I really like Junip. And then also, if you ever watch the movie, The Secret, is it The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? All Jose Gonzalez. I think he just did the music. Anyways, yep. it is very sad, but I just love, I just love his vibe. So this is a song called Visions. Shaping a mosaic of fate for all sentient beings. Visions, cycles of growth and decay, cascading chains of events with no one to praise or blame. If you ever go like on a nature walk, can I suggest you throw on a little bit of Jose Gonzalez and just a nature walk? You know, just really absorb it. I try to do nature walks a lot. Love a nature walk. Also, Lord Huron's got some new tunage. Ooh, love me some Lord. An 
year on. Another great nature walk soundtrack. For sure. This uh, Listen, guys, you're getting one thing and one thing only when it comes to my music, and that's fucking emo, sad, fucking indie shit. Title track to the new one, Long Lost. In the spell of the night in the lights of the gray something very comforting about knowing what you're going to get from a band. <laughs> you know? You're right. Yeah. Obviously, bands have like reinvent themselves and change things, but I didn't need to even listen to that new record to know what I was getting. And I was like, mm, that's nice. Mm. That's a good nature walk shit, Lord Huron. I love you. It really is. We've got a few Patreon things to shout out. Okay. Go for you it. You know, we did a poll. About Astra and the chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was Astra trying to play with the chicken and show me or eat the chicken? Yeah. Man, it was almost 50-50. I think it was like 51% of people said she was trying to just play with the chicken wells. No. And like 49% said she was trying to eat that chicken. <laughs> she, was, she was eating that chicken for sure. <laughs> Oh, mugs are coming soon. Remember those cute mugs mm -hmm. we showed you guys that I slaved over the design? So for everyone who's been a tier two Patreon member for three months, you guys are going to be getting that mug a real soon. And when you get it, we're going to need you to post some selfies, tag us on Instagram, tell all your friends, make them jealous, and show us your mugs. Nice. Caitlin C. wants to know, favorite easy cocktails to impress your friends? Just not vodka water. Okay, I got you. I got you, Caitlin. Oh, see? yeah, you are the bartender here. I got you. And this will also impress your guy friends as well. But Brandy would love this drink too. Our good old-fashioned is so simple and really, really sophisticated. Mm. So here's what you do. One, get an ice mold. Just do it. You probably already have one. You never fucking use it because it's always like a stocking stuffer. Let's be, let's be fair, okay? You got an ice mold, get it. The best ones are like the big balls, right? Mm -hmm. Throw that into your rocks glass, okay? Throw in like two ounces of really good bourbon or whiskey or I know a lot of people like rye. I like a good bourbon, okay? Mm -hmm. And a good cheap one, which is like always good, is bullet, I think. Mm -hmm. Blanton's is very good. What's your favorite? I like Basil Hayden's, but yeah. I like Basil Hayden's to drink straight. If I'm having an old-fashioned, I, 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 bullet's good. I also like Old Forester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not, just don't do Jack because that's no. sour mash and that's just not right. Drink Jack with shots or Jack and Coke is great. We're throwing some peanuts. Oh, have you ever had that? Have you ever had Jack and Coke with peanuts in it? Can't say I have. Can't say I would ever say that Jack and anything is great, but sure. Try Jack and Coke with peanuts. Some, some bars will have it. It's amazing because the peanut salt completely changes the drink and it's like this whole thing. Huh. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Back to my old fashioned. Couple ounces of good bourbon. Every bar should have a simple syrup. And all simple syrup is, you can go make it yourself, is equal parts water and sugar. So fucking go get some sugar, do a cup of sugar and a cup of water, heat it up until it all kind of like congeals together, and then you got simple syrup, all right? Now throw in a little bit of simple syrup into the bourbon, okay? And then every bar should have Angostura bitters. Orange is what I like, but there's also like lemon. Do the orange. Doot, 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 of Angostura bitters in there, okay? Now, here's the thing. A good old-fashioned isn't good until a bunch of that ice melts to bring down some of, like, the harshness of that bourbon. So you really need to stir that big old fucking ball in there, really get the thing kind of melting down, right? Then what you do, mm -hmm. if you want to get fancy, get uh, either an orange or a lemon, and you want to peel off a little bit of the rind. Now, here's what you want to do. The inside, not the outside of the rind, the inside of the rind, put that around the edge of the glass, okay? When your lips touch the glass, they're going to get like a little bit of that of lemon or of the orange, whatever your thing is. Then 
kind of twist it over the drink and then drop it in there. Another couple spins. And that, my friends, is a fucking delicious old fashioned. Wow. That doesn't sound that easy. It, is it? You throw in some bourbon, you throw in a little simple syrup, and then you throw in mm -hmm. like a dash of bitters. The whole lemon thing, that's where it gets extra and you get a very performative thing for people. A lot of times I'll mm -hmm. just go, I just have fucking lemon juice in the refrigerator and I'll throw that in there. And, mm. you know, like, especially if I'm like my fourth one where I don't, I'm drunk now, it doesn't really matter, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that is my favorite drink. And that actually is the genesis of how I became the bartender because if you ever got a rose on The Bachelor during the week before the rose ceremony, I would make you that drink and get you drunk on it. And so then I became the like the de facto bartender on that show. And that's how it turned into, I mean, there's obviously much more to it than that, but that's how I became known as the guy who makes really good drinks on The Bachelor. Wow. There you go. There you go. Also, for all you erotic grandpas out there, we're doing a live show May 14th, which would be a Friday. So maybe that's what mm -hmm. we'll do. Maybe we'll make that drink. And then, uh, you know, that's a good idea, right? Yeah. A good idea and maybe everyone watching along can make it with like i'll make it in the beginning or something like that that sounds nice so you can show me how i'll get all the things and i'll be ready to make one I, i'm sure you make a good old what what is your bourbon drink do you just do bourbon on the rocks yeah if I, I like to just drink basil hayden's or blanton's on the rocks but yeah. i like i said i really like old forester when it, to make an old-fashioned with i mm -hmm. like it better than bullet so i keep some old forester on hand smart all right close up the show we got to do some shout outs do we have to I think they're paying for it now. I, I, I don't want to do it either. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> what do you think Erotic Grandpa's name is? Oh, God, I've never thought of it. I never thought about that. Like Vern. Vern's kind of good. Eugene. Eugene. <sighs> Leonard. Ooh, Leonard's kind of good. What about Chuck? No, Chuck's too, like, now. <laughs> but, like, kind of funny if you think about it. Yeah. Leroy. Right. <laughs> I like that one. All right. It's time once again for erotic grandpa shout outs. Starting with Beth K from Illinois. Do you think that Beth is from Chicago, Brandy? Possible. Because that's really the only thing I know about Illinois <laughs> is that's where Chicago is. And once back in 49, I made sweet love to a blues singer from Chicago. And she taught me some things that I will never forget. And she also gave me crabs. Also, shout out to Rachel F. from Mississippi. And I spent a lot of time in Mississippi. I wonder if Rachel is from West Point or Meridian or Cleveland or Jackson. But I hope she's from Oxford, Mississippi, because that's where I went to school and I did sleep with lots of sorority girls there. Oh, boy. And I found out, I found out a lot about myself. Shout out to Catherine A. from Virginia. Congratulations, Catherine. You spell your name, I think, the right way for Catherine with a Y. I don't know. Congratulations to Danielle M., from, do you think M.A.'s Massachusetts or Maryland? I, I think it's Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I wonder if she's a mass hole. Have you ever heard that term, Brandy? A mass hole? Can't say I have. Well, it's for someone who's from, basically from Boston, who's an asshole. They call them mass holes. And I always thought that was very funny. Shout out to Kim E. from Wisconsin. The land of a thousand lakes. Is that correct? Or was that Michigan? I don't fucking know. What the fuck? There's so <laughs> lots of lakes up there. Uh, also, shout out to Diane E. from New York. Also, Denise F. from New York. Do you think that they are roommates? It's very possible. Do you think that they are New York City or New York State? Because it's a big difference. Buffalo is much different than Manhattan. This is true. Because if they are roommates, they live in a 300-square-foot closet. Yep. They sleep on top of each other, and they scissor each other. It's beautiful. But if okay. they, they live in Buffalo, different. Also, I love Brooklyn. Let me tell you something. Brooklyn is beautiful this time of year. 
just an, the right amount of hipsters and beards and, and craft beer in the air. It's quite lovely. Also, shout out to Betsy H. from Louisiana. Ooh, I do love Louisiana. Do you love Louisiana, Brandy? Not really. Have you ever been to Louisiana? I sure have. You've been to New Orleans, but yet you don't like Louisiana. No, it's not my fave. Oh, I love Louisiana. I love New Orleans. There's so much culture just oozing out of every brick and mortar. And the, very humid there. Very humid. Yes, you do have, you need to put a lot of gold bond on your on your pecker. Gross. But I love Louisiana. Now I'm hungry. Uh, <sighs> shout out to Sophia N. from Indiana. Fun fact. Every Sophia that's ever been named Sophia is hot. That's a fact. Have you ever heard of an ugly Sophia? I have not. And I am old. I've been around. Sophia Loren. Hot. Sophia Bush. Hot. Ooh, yes. Sophia Bush. Yes, very. She is very hot. Wasn't she on a show? Was she on a show? Yes, she was on our show. She was on a show. That was kind of weird because Sophia Bush is friends with my ex-girlfriend. And I remember thinking, is she going to say something mean about me? <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Alyssa B. from California. Uh, Alyssa, you live probably close to me, which is exciting. And if you come over to my house, don't ring my fucking doorbell, okay? Thank you. <laughs> also, shout out to Caitlin W from Indiana. Now, she spells it with an I instead of a Y. And so I don't like mm -hmm. that. I like the Y version because it's different oh. and exciting. Anyways, those are the erotic grandpa shout outs for the day. Well, pretty neat. I wonder how many people we offend when we do these. I don't know. <sighs> you guys ask for it, so I do it. What should we go out on? Should we go out on mm -hmm. Sad Sister? Sure. <laughs> if she starts a band, it should be called Sad Sister. Seriously. You know? That's such uh -huh. a that's a good name for it. That is a good name. Dude, she should do make a band with Miley and they should just do sad songs and they should call it Sad Sister. That is kind of genius. Dude, I'm just over here fucking making your family millions and no one oh, cares. Oh yeah, millions. No one cares. Oh man. All right. Brandi. Love ya. Love you guys. Have a good one. Sad sister. It's a good name. at its finest. barely even trying anymore. And it feels like all I I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.